I'm hitting record. I got booted, but we're not talking about Yetis. Okay, yes. Okay, yes. So we just, this is one of the rare instances where we've talked for about half an hour before starting the actual. (laughs) Talking about Christmas. Yeah, old Christmas Kringle. Talking Um, about the Christmas spirit. Yes. um, I don't know. Yeah, so Connor, you asked if there were Yetis in this episode. There were at one point going to be, because I was originally like researching Arctic cryptids. I think last week I said I was going to include this thing called the bloop. And a couple other things. And I really had to change my plans around because one of the things I was going to talk about today, I was like, I Googled bloop and it's like wildly debunked. So I was <laughs> like, a lot of this stuff is just lame and, and has been debunked. So I can't really talk about it that well in the pod. So I did briefly research Yetis, but they are not in the Arctic. So they will not be talked about today. Okay, they'll come up later. The Snow Bigfoots are not in this one. Not in this one. We are covering Arctic cryptids in this one. No, Antarctica. Antarctica, I think. It's different. Antarctica cryptids. Uh, The Antarctic. Let me see. I'm I'm very scared now that these are all going to turn out to be in, like, ones in the north and then ones in the south pole. The Arctic is at the top, and Uh the Antarctic is at the bottom. Okay, right. let me let me take a look here. I think these are all in the one Antarctica on the is a continent specifically. These are all on the top. These are all Arctic. Okay. Oh, Arctic. okay. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say because I was like, how many people are even hanging out in Antarctica seeing monsters? Right, right. I mean, I, one interesting thing I did see um, an interesting fact. I was on so like every website you go to about like haunted blank will try and make the case for like why it's the most haunted thing. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, haunted Louisiana. So the, there was an interesting attempt. I was on like haunted Arctic, and they were like their reasoning for why that was the most haunted place on Earth was because there's currently three thousand scientists who reside in the Arctic. And I think they said the death total has been like 370. So like mathematically, it has the most dead scientists to living scientists population. (laughs) So it should have the most ghosts mathematically. And do they have so many scientists there because they're researching the stars? I don't know what they're researching. They're researching how cold the ice gets or something. Yeah, I don't know. But how are you, Rob? You haven't been on the podcast in a while. How are you? Oh, I'm just tired all the time. Sure. <laughs> sure. I work at a, the science factory now. I work at the dam. I go in every day at the science factory and we're pumping out, you know, pumping out new science all the time. Mm-hmm. You do work at a laboratory, right? I work in a laboratory. Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> With with DNA, what do you? I maybe I don't. You don't have to talk about it. Oh, so it's just so much DNA. <laughs> <laughs> you're always you're carrying around big old boxes of it. Every I go in there, you know, that song is playing. Powerhouse is playing. There's conveyor just belts of broken beakers and people running yeah. around white coats, and you're like, all right, you learned something new. Gotta, gotta, we'll figure it out tomorrow. Work harder. <laughs> I need that DNA by fry by five o'clock. Yeah, man, I'm just I'm just vibing. That's you know, tight. I've 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 
dethroned Connor as this most strongest, most haunted boy in school. Whoa. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can no longer. Rob can defeat me in single combat, so that that <laughs> mantle has been passed. Well, I don't actually know anything about fighting, but I am strong now. <laughs> that's been exciting. That's been a fun thing. I, you know, sometimes Nina and I will go to um, Sephora or something. Where I just have no business being. I like I like being in there, but sometimes I just kind of get like I don't. My mind kind of wanders when she's like shopping for stuff. So oh I yeah, all, I look at all the models and I'm like, who would win in a fight? Like if all these <laughs> all these people fought, and that really occupies me. I've been thinking a lot about fighting lately. The most beautiful one would win. <laughs> right. So, exactly. so, so yeah, Rob, last time we talked you are living in chicago now you're a jacked scientist in iowa city dave yeah. how, how have you been since i talked to you last week you know, uh, I know you're working through some stuff but you know, how you been yeah i've been good i'm doing good i had nina's birthday was yesterday so either are you reading anything am i what are you reading anything um, yeah i'm reading some stuff i'm oh, reading cool. um i'm reading essays by jrr tolkien Oh, dude! Were you, I, were you trying to set me up for something? I'm sorry. No, no, no. I that's funny because I, I I've just been talking about Lord of the Rings a lot. Oh hell yeah! I'm always down to talk about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no, I'm reading his his lectures that he delivered. Um, they're mostly on Beowulf. He never he sadly never lectured on elves, so there's <laughs> nothing in there. But I am reading his essays at the moment. Yeah. Well, didn't he have, like, wasn't he in, like, a book club with other professors, and he would just show up and yell at them about elves? <laughs> yeah, he, he was in a group called the Inklings, yeah, that um, was a very nerdy group um, that would meet, and C.S. Lewis was in it, yeah, and they would just get drinks. I don't know what they would talk about. I, I'm sure he did yell about elves at that time. Um, I think he did bring some Lord of the Rings stuff when they were like, this is terrible, and he was like, well, that doesn't matter to me at all, what you think. <laughs> um so yeah i don't know i've been reading some of that um i've been nina's birthday was yesterday so we celebrated that um i'm officially done teaching i have a semester break so that's been kind of it i've just been watching i've been catching up on attack on titan and and hanging out yeah so i heard I, I that, that guy's a fascist <laughs> yeah oh wait yeah you told me that <laughs> i did i did i don't want to spoil it for connor i got to the big twist in attack on titan Oh, don't um, tell me. Don't I, tell anyone. Okay, I talked to Rob about it because I needed to talk to someone about it. Um, but the twist is w- weird, and soon we'll talk about it, Connor. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there quick, and we'll, I'll give you a call. Okay. Uh, but before we get started, I know we got to get to it soon. We've been talking to each other for about 45 minutes. But <laughs> uh, shit. But Rob and, and Dave, how much do you believe in ghosts, and how much do you believe in the Christmas spirit? Oh yeah. So, here's the thing. So I don't, I don't believe uh, I'm a one for ghosts. Damn. Cause it's all your time in the lab. So my time in the lab, I've done a few experiments. <laughs> On if ghosts are real. Yeah. So far my conclusions are no. Damn. <laughs> oh, damn. That's terrible news for our podcast. Rob. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's, that's a tough intro. That it's not just your feeling either. It's, it's back. You gotta stop doing those experiments. Know? But, you know, it's just a theory. Mm-hmm. I, it, me thinking that ghosts, me proving that ghosts aren't real, it's just a theory. Like, they could still be real. <laughs> sure, sure. That's a good point. That's they a could good be point. real, and they could mainly be concentrated in the Arctic Antarctica. because of all of uh, Rob's uh, dead science brothers out in the snow. Yeah, all, uh, all the veterans down there. 
Well, Rob, what, how much do you believe in, in the holidays? Ten. Christmas ten. <laughs> okay, so you're, you haven't done any studies on whether or not Christmas is real, it sounds like. Uh, that's just, we don't, there is a lab across the hall from us that deals with, like, Santa. Okay. <laughs> but we're, I'm in the ghost lab, and I, I don't talk to those guys. I don't know what they found out about Santa being real or not. Okay. All right, that's pretty cool. Well, how, why are you feeling Christmas so hard? Any reason, or just? I think it's just to compensate for how <laughs> fucked up everything is right now. Yeah. For... That I'm just, like, going around town, like, everyone I see, like, Merry Christmas! <laughs> that's really good what's really funny is like i say like like i'll be like gaming with my friend who's like jewish or whatever and and be like oh happy hanukkah and it's just like like fine i don't, I don't give a shit <laughs> like, like, right. like my jewish friends don't give a shit about hanukkah they're like we just made this up because you guys had christmas i know i think <laughs> I, I remember last year i texted my sister-in-law i was like happy hanukkah and i feel like she was like thanks so it's, it's like very weird that i texted her about it like what are you talking about what, are you yeah. ta- <laughs> what is that oh yeah no I, I i feel you yeah yeah no i i'm i've also been vastly into the holidays right now um yeah i don't know i'm feeling i'm feeling strong both on ghosts and on i mean you know i've said this before sometimes i go in and the research affects uh how much i believe in ghosts that's not really the case today although i did have a lot of disappointing research today <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Another squandered hour of work for old Dave. <laughs> yeah, a little squandered time. Uh, no, I, I'm pretty solid on ghosts, and part of it is because how much I like Crimbus and uh, and holidays. And um, I don't know. I think it's a very it's a spooky time, but it's a good time. And like I said, Nina's birthday was yesterday, so it sort of begun the gift giving. And and as of recording right now, like holidays are just like a couple of days away. So I'm feeling I'm feeling pumped on them um yeah i don't know i watched uh i watched harry potter last night um where he so, gets a broomstick for christmas yes it, okay i'm sorry not to get too sidetracked on this mm-hmm. it, in every harry potter movie is it is there christmas not all of them I, we, we were right there for the a whole year oh yeah sure so technically christmas occurs but it's not mentioned in all of them we were trying to rank the most to least Christmas of the Harry Potter movies. And we think we've decided that the most Christmassy one is Sorcerer's Stone. Is that the one where... Yeah, that is true. Because like, like it feels very cozy. They're like playing mm-hmm. chess and shit. Yes, yeah. And it's, yeah. It's, I think it's the only one where someone gets a Christmas present. So... <laughs> They get yeah, they yeah. every like all the other students leave, but like Hermione doesn't because her parents are people, and Ron can't because he's poor. Yes, and yeah. Harry's family's dead, so then they. Like, <laughs> that so is yeah, the funniest like, part of that book. Whole, yeah, the holy trio of like misfit Christmas is like poor people dead, right? Um, non magic. Yeah, and then so they like steal a book and then melt their teacher. Yeah, uh, but this—that's probably the most Christmas one. But he gets presents in the other ones too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, he does get some presents. That's true. He gets a sweater, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, movie. how Christmassy are you well, feeling, Connor? I'm feeling good. Like last night, I had like a pretty much like Christmas already with it being so limited. As I watched The Grinch with Jim Carrey, which I know okay. we just talked about. I watched it with my mom, and then stayed up to like. 5 30 in the morning like getting owned by my dad in an <laughs> argument like that was just getting fucking slam dunk bodied uh so that was like very christmasy for me 
Uh, and I, I like woke up at like 2 p.m. And I'm like, how are you? Like, we had a weird night. And he's like, I haven't gone to bed. Like, I've just been up for like two days. Oh, my uh, God. What? Yeah, I know. He was all, yeah, he was like wearing the same clothes as the night before. He's like, I had to walk the dog. And now it's now. Um, <laughs> Were you arguing about the Grinch? What? I mean, you don't no, have to say. I mean, it, no, it was all different types of stuff. Um, <laughs> sure. And, and let me tell you, like, I think we probably covered like 50 different things. I don't think I won one point in like a four hour thing. I was not on my best, but that was like very, very Christmassy to me. It was like a fun, really hashed it out. And I feel like we're better because of it. Mm. Um, it, got, it got pretty tense there. Having sure. long, drunk arguments with your father is also sort of a tradition in my family. Yeah, yeah it's, it's important. And the fact that, I mean, I think my great victory is I got a 73-year-old man so riled up that he hasn't slept for a day. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, my small victory. Yeah, I'm just literally, literally like, like, the first thing he said to me, he's like, looks all fucking, he's like, eyes are red. And he's like, he's old as shit. And he's like, last night was fun. I was like, man, you're a fucked up guy. Uh, <laughs> but it, was, it is fun like i love doing that it's one of my favorite things to do um so that was that was very christmasy um for, for me and my mom's so mad like she's so mad at me uh for getting like don't rile up dad is like a rule of the house and she's like he's gonna fucking have a heart attack like he hasn't been to the doctor in 20 years um so right. that was really good so my christmas strong uh ghost equally so i'm going to fucking keep my dad up again, kill him, turn him into a ghost for telling me that communism's bad. <laughs> uh, I love my dad. He's one of the most important people in my life. Right, uh, but he's gotta go. But yeah, I got it. The only way I could defeat him is with time. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's he just has like a really good build to counter me. Mm -hmm. Um so that was really great, but I'm ready uh, now that we're we're almost an hour together. Sure. What's this episode about? Yeah, we're talking about Arctic cryptids. So cryptids of the Arctic. Um, uh, yeah, and that's kind of and that's where it's Christmas all the time. That's right. North that's where. That's where old Santa Claus lives, and uh, yeah, we're talking about his home territory. Uh, like last week, um, this is not strictly Christmas. It's just more of winter stuff. I mean, I love one of my things like that could get any me to get into any sort of media or any movie is like if it's set in the Arctic, either of them, either Arctic Circle or Antarctica, if it's set in a there, I'm like very into it. Like I love the terror show. The thing is my favorite movie. Ooh, like ooh, I love ooh, yeah. any horror or anything really set. I mean, that's my that's my like go to like script doctoring for most franchises. I'm like the new alien TV show should be in the Arctic. And the new Jason movie should be in the Arctic. Like I think <laughs> most things could be rebooted in the Arctic. Um is I don't know. Deep stuff? Is the stuff that we're like covering today? Is it like the like twelve year old making stuff spooky, where it's like it's Santa, but he's got an axe and his ears <laughs> are like satyrs that eat people and yeah, guitar, or is it like, <laughs> or is it like Canadian people? No, we're talking today. The three things we're going to be covering, we can cover. You know, normally I like to have a trajectory of what order we do them in. I thought it'd be fun today to like have you guys pick the order, so I can just tell you today we're talking about. Um, some Japanese um, cryptids, like some sighted Japanese uh, otherworldly beings. Um, we're talking, there's also an Inuit legend. Um, and then we're also, because I couldn't find much else, I'm also, there's a very good ghost story 
um, that features some some funny stuff. Um, yeah, there's like a Arctic ghost story. Um, so I don't know. I, you're welcome to my Arctic laboratory. I have these three doors open for you. Rob, you're our guest. You get to pick the first one. Let's uh, let's uh, pop open this Japanese. Mm. What's, what's a man of taste. Yeah. Um, well, so that's the ninja. Um, a ninja? No, no, no. Uh, it's ninjin. It's uh, N-I-N-G-E-N. Okay. Um, do, do you? I forget. Do you? Uh, you've been to China, not Japan. I've been to China, not Japan. China. Okay. So the Japanese characters for ninjin mean human um, or human-like. Um, okay. So, so this is these are these are sort of um, these are sort of like speculated creatures. Um, over the past few years, rumors have circulated in Japan about the existence of Arctic humanoid life forms inhabiting the icy waters. Um, oh, and our first correction already: these are of the Antarctic, so these are the South Pole. Oh, um, okay. So there's no, I don't think there's any congruity. I'm not quite sure where we are, but we're in the South Pole. Um, the Antarctic. Uh, so they've been observed. They were first observed. Um, they were first posted about on a Japanese message board in 2007. Um, based on the report of a Japanese fishing boat, um, so I thought I thought the three of us could 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 put on our little theater hats and imagine ourselves on a on a little fishing boat together. Um, what do you guys? What would you guys be doing on the fishing boat? What would your job? Well, be? I would be the helmsman, of course, steering the ship through the treacherous <laughs> icy waters, sure. smoking my pipe. Okay, helmsman, Connor. What are you doing on the on the boat? I'm I'm drumming and, and whipping Dave to row. <laughs> okay. Is it like an old boat? You're rowing either way, even if we got an engine. Yeah, but we got an engine, I'm, so I don't think we need to. I don't. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm like it's shirtless. A ceremonial but, role. Yeah, I'm, I'm shirtless, like notably not ripped. Wait, like, so drumming. it's a Japanese boat, so you're doing like taiko drumming. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm drumming and I'm whipping Dave. I'm hitting Dave and I'm drumming for how fast to go. Okay, so you're. I'm rowing the boat, but oh. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And sort of you're whipping, I'm sort of bent over, so you're whipping my butt, and then with the front of me, I'm like looking at a telescope, because I'm also, I also kind of want to be the telescope guy. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can do that, too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you can glue that to your fucking head. You like the navigator? I don't know if I'm the navigator so much as the guy with the telescope glued to my head. <laughs> Damn, shit. You got, I'm the only one who knows about what goes on on a boat, huh? <laughs> Well, I mean, you need to have a guy who can see pretty far, probably, right? Yeah, yeah it can't hurt, yeah. right? <laughs> can't hurt. Yeah. I'm already there on the deck being whipped. I feel like I might as well. Yeah, this is a small boat. Like, we are hip to hip together, just rowing. No one else, three best friends. <laughs> sure. Uh, and ancient uh, sea god Rob, and I don't even know how to swim. Um, right. So well, you guys better look out because I've, I'm, I spotted something in the distance here. What do you uh, see? What are your, what are your elf? And what do you, uh, what are your David I see? Well, I try to tell you, but I'm being whipped by Connor. And I'm not. I'm not sure if he's going to yeah, stop. I'll stop. I'll cut it. I'll stop. <laughs> I'm not drumming anymore either. I'm listening patiently. I point and I say, "There's the submarine over there." Um, okay. Excuse me. Wait. A... I th- oh shit! So this is like modern day with engines and stuff. So this you don't have to recently... at all. Yeah, oh, okay. that, that's what I was trying to tell you. This is like a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't need dave to row i need yeah. me to look with my binoculars yeah. so i see a submarine over there 
Um, and uh, as you know, as you might know, there's a clause in our contract that says we have to check it out if we see a submarine. Of course. So, yes. Rob, we didn't. We, that was in there, and we didn't think to take it out because we're like they're underwater; we won't see it. But you, you had to bring the telescope, so we found it. <laughs> how big? How big of a submarine? Well, it looks sort of like you can't. We can't really tell from how far away we are. It's just like the tip of it, so it looks like I don't know, like a. Like the size of a hot tub, I guess, sort of sticking out of the water. Are we at war with it, or? Well, we don't know. We have to go. We have to get closer okay. and check it out. You're going over. So maybe as it's a U-boat, maybe it's like Nazis who live in the Arctic. The Nazis yeah. did yeah, visit the Arctic. Um, uh, they visited to get whale oil to help with them in the war, but a lot of people think yeah. they were up there. They were going up there looking for ancient magical runes. Yeah, some Atlantis thule shit. Yeah, yeah. So, so it could be some of that. Um, so, as we approach, we see that it's it's actually not a submarine. It seems to be a large, sort of a, a very smooth dome, um, a little head poking out of the water. It's a very smooth white head. It has two big black eyes, and it has a big, big old frown. And he's just poking out of the water, looking at us. <laughs> so we're what? no longer we're no longer contractually obligated to fuck with it. I guess not. <laughs> so we so should confirm we not a submarine. Okay, so we check that off. Um, Rob, it's, you're, it's like a captain. big emoji sticking out of the ocean. Yeah, it's like a very smooth. It looks kind of velvety, maybe like if you, or it kind of maybe looks like if you slapped it, it would jiggle. It might be kind of like fleshy. Is it there... have a mouth? What's that? Does it have a mouth? It has a big frown. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this a, another Japanese monster you guys have talked about before? <laughs> no, this one's different. <laughs> I bet these Japanese guys just thought of that other one they knew about. Well, do we want, are we going to check it out or not? What do you guys want to do? Yeah, we can sail, you got to sail the boat over there. Okay, so, so we're sailing the kiss, so it'll turn that frown upside down. <laughs> well, as you get close to it, we sort of see that it sort of rises out of the water, and it's just sort of a big frowning head on top of two white rubbery legs. Just horrible. And it yeah. sort of sees us and, and turns around and sort of just starts running away. How running away? What, what do you mean running away? <laughs> it's, it jumps in the ocean. It jumps out. Well, there's a bunch of ice things around. Oh, okay. Sort of hopscotching on that, and it's running away from us. All right. So How we. How big is that? Uh, it's probably. Let me see. I got a. I have a figure somewhere in these notes. It's like uh, thirty meters tall. That's okay. I start drumming faster and demand that we bring it back to England to put in a zoo. Well, we we're from Japan. We have to remember. Okay, bring it home and and put it there. Now, now here's where I have to introduce a little bit of of what I know of the story. So the first people to cite this this thing I described happened, and then they all vowed that they didn't want to say anything because they're worried about what the Japanese government would do to them uh, <laughs> if we revealed the truth. So we all vow to keep silent. Okay. Um, goddamn soul. However, as we know from this being posted on a on a Japanese message board, one of us did snitch and write this on a Japanese message board, <laughs> um, and then none of us are heard from again. So I I would also like to ask which one of us you think it's most likely wrote it on the message board. I mean, Not me. I am very loyal to the Zaibatsu that <laughs> right the, the boat belongs to. Um, Connor, what do you think? It's between me yeah. and you. 
No, I mean it's got to be me due to the due to the drinking, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got drunk and told everyone about the, well, the yeah, river. Band. Probably your dad told you that you would never post it to a message board, and you. Yeah, <laughs> and then I, then I fucking showed him, and I fucking yeah got on there at three in the morning after like debating the merits of different kickboxing stances. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, hey, I, one other thing, yeah, I'm somebody. Right. So, so, so this is a po- very popular thread on the message board. It's a message board called Two Channel Community. Um, and, uh, or no, I'm sorry. Is that the message board? I don't know. It's a, that's a magazine. Two Channel Community is the magazine that reported on this that sort of made it a big attraction. Um, it, it, it featured this article about Antarctic humans, which speculated about all these reports of unidentified creatures inhabiting the Southern Seas. Uh, it included uh, some very damning evidence, which is a Google Earth screenshot. Which shows what looks to be like a humanoid large shape in the South Atlantic Ocean. With, that, with, since that's, the, what's that? It's frowning and it has no arms but thirty meter legs. This is the case, yes. Okay. That's that's how big it is? Uh twenty to thirty meters estimated. Shit, that's big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And since that screenshot, uh, Google Earth has updated it to not include the ninja. So liars. That's right. Um, you might yeah. show us the big rubber boy who lives in the ocean now. Date. Now it's sad. He needs help. <laughs> to date, no solid evidence has been presented to confirm the existence of ninja, which we know to be because of the government. Um, the government is believed to be keeping records of the sightings, but they have released no public information because they're hiding them. Um, descriptions of Ninjin uh, range wildly, um, but they're always described as large, rubbery, white, and frowning. Um, some of them have have arms but no legs and sort of crawl through the ocean. Okay. Um, that's so- like so like that's like the other sex. Mm-hmm, right, that's the other sex. That's yeah, how they're different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much some, easier to catch, much better at wrestling. Right. So, yeah, some of them uh, are have like sort of mermaid tails at the end of them, but they're all like white, rubbery, frowning human-like things. What do they eat? Uh, unknown. We just, yeah, we've never seen them eat. Gotta tell you. I hate to tell you. <laughs> I mean, they probably eat fish. They probably eat fish and maybe people. Probably eat Connor. Yeah, probably Connor for posting about them on the message board. Well, we got killed by the Japanese government because of my right um, me, me talking shit. Um, you had too much. Well, the Japanese government brought us in, and okay. they brought us in and unzipped their suits, and they was all sad ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but there, it, do you do you have a photo of it? If I Google ninja, will it come up? Yeah, I, I could text it to you, or you could just Google it. N i n g e n. They're very funny looking, <laughs> and uh, I think you should all see them. <laughs> Did you see it, Connor? Yeah, it looks like a tadpole, but instead of um, but then it's got like like muscular man legs yes um and is and is yes frowning mm-hmm. um, a very defeated creature um they've also been much eroticized they're in the popular video sexy beast number 44 a ninja I, I know we've talked about strange but this looks like the most divorced cryptid like we've ever looked at what do you mean by you mean literally divorced like he just looks just defeat like he's not someone divorced him like yeah yeah literally like post like he's like 45 and his job sucks 
Um, right. Yeah, like he doesn't look like 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 a legendary sad. He just looks like oh dang. <laughs> right. He does look pretty. He does look pretty defeated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. So. I think he's just serious. <laughs> um, they're often photographed at night. Um, they look like ice. They have smooth skin. What else can I say about them? Some people suspect that they're um, that they're the other evolutionary offshoot of apes. Um, that they're big water apes, which I don't know about much. I don't know if that yeah. quite tracks. Well, um, no, I mean, think of it this way, right? So dolphins yeah. uh, used to be kind of like canine-looking guys who mm-hmm. lived on the land. Right. So imagine if, like, uh, a monkey underwent, like, a similar, you know, what if a gorilla tried to live in the ocean for millions of years? I'd, I mean, that's, I that's a script you could sell. What about, what if, what if a monkey in ocean? Oh, what if the gorilla loved the sea? <laughs> That's right. Um, and, some, you know, like whales got super big. These mm-hmm. guys got super big, I guess. Yeah, some people... I think it's real. I'm convinced. I'll do some experiments in the lab tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, please do some experiments uh, and check it out. Um, that is, you know, loving the ocean is a good segue to our next one, actually. Um, but before that, I just want to say a couple more theories about these. Some people think that they're ancient gods that have been awakened. Uh, and are very sad about it. And some people also think that they might be sailors that have been lost, that have been uh, transformed by the by the ocean. Um, I don't know what you guys think is the most likely one, but unfortunately we'll never know because we were all killed by the Japanese government. <laughs> I hope they're apes, dude. I hope they're, I hope they're apes too, uh, to be honest. Um, okay. Uh, so the next one, Connor, do you have anything you want to toss anything else in, in the ring about the ninjins? You got anything else? I don't think this is pronounced ninjin. Oh, no? How is it pronounced? If it's a G, it's probably ningen. Oh, ningen. Yeah. That, I mean, you, you'd know better than I would. N-I-N-G-E-N, ningen? Yeah. Okay, ningen. Just a, a correction for everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. When you go to the ocean and try to find kiss... <laughs> Give it a kiss. <laughs> Make sure you pronounce his name correctly. Right, right. Damn, he is, more than... he, is, he is a sexual monster. I'm looking at these pics. And yeah, he's got so big, meaty legs. Yeah. There are species. There's not just one lonely ninja. There's okay. quite a few ningens, yes. Okay, and they maybe can swim. They the do swim. Husband. Yes, they do swim. The ocean's divorced dads, they do swim around. <laughs> Um, to try and visit their children. Um, yeah, because some of them, if you look at the pictures, some look like the blue guy from Hellboy 1. But I'm really fixated on, I really recommend Googling Ninja and <laughs> I-N-G-N, looking just right at the first at the first one. Which is just like yeah. if, a, if like you, a snowball became a slime a slime critter. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With, with people legs. Looks yeah. Really sad. It do it, it, it do it do. Um, Okay, so uh, is there anything else going on with it? That's it. That's the end of my research about the Ningans. That's there's nothing. There's not one other thing going on about them. So I can't like read my mind or smell my fear. It just looks like this. It just looks like this and is sad. And um, uh, people have seen them. They uh, breathe underwater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, dude. They love uh, voting. They do. <laughs> they love to vote. Yes. 
Um, the Japanese government is trying to suppress them from us. Uh, that's all I really can tell you. One thing I can tell you a little about is the uh, uh, Aklat, which is an Inuit um, mythological creature. How do you spell that? Uh, A-K-H-L-U-T. These okay. ones are a little easier to eroticize. Oh, fucking cool. Yeah, you're looking at these guys? Oh, hell Shit, yeah. We were kind of just talking about this. Yeah, we kind of were. These guys are pretty cool. These are, uh, these are, these are orcas uh, crossed with wolves. So if you take a look at these, any pictures of these, you'll see, you know, these range from just a wolf who has a fin on its back to like sort of, sort of a venom fan art looking kind of thing. <laughs> Um, Dude, the thing is, like, this is this isn't that much of a stretch, though, you know, because like, at some point, those canines started hanging out in the water and becoming kind of dolphins. Mm-hmm. At some point, they this looks like some kind of in between. You're saying that a wolf and a gorilla went into the water one day, and that's how we got our our monsters. Yeah, Rob is a biologist that can confirm that I'm orcas are bitch. mammals and could right. kiss a dog. They, well, they, these, this guy could meet the other one, and they could kiss, and that's science, baby. <laughs> right? Get so used to it. The Aklats, I mean, that's really the biggest thing to take away from them. They're a cross of a wolf and an orca. They're evil spirits, a vicious, dangerous beast. Um, you can often tell that an Aklat is around because it's tra- it's just wolf tracks sort of leading into the ocean, um, and so people will say, of course, this means that it is a wolf and an orca. Um, uh, dogs seen walking into the ocean in these communities are considered evil dogs. Um, who <laughs> are likely <laughs> they want to be dolphins, dude. That's evil, they are evil. Um, and little is known other than it, except that it shape shifts often. Um, there's a legend associated with like to tell you, but I thought before I did that, I'd tell you, uh, how what I... wait, 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 what is it? Does it shape shift into more normal shit, or does it just continue to get more absurd? Well, it's sort of like it. It's more wolf like when it's on land, and it's more orca like when it's in the ocean. But it's always a little bit of both, I think. Mm-hmm. So he's not looking like a person or like a arctic bird. No, like he's, just no. Kinda, he's just kind of evolutionizing uh-huh. to make him better suited for his surroundings. That's right. Yeah, he's just sort of swimming around. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of these where they take one more step where they're like, imagine Orca and a wolf, and it's also an anime girl princess. <laughs> right, and it's <laughs> a ripped man. And, <laughs> also uh, has... it's, it's my w- wife. Yeah, he's also got a six-pack and cum gutters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if, if you do look up Acklet, there's quite a lot of erotic-looking images. <laughs> um, a lot yeah, of... It's like the, like a, a, a Arctic you know, traditional hoodie, just put like open. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking good. Yeah, uh, some Second Life stuff comes up pretty quick. Yeah, there's a lot of Second Life stuff. One thing you might be interested to know about Aklat is that in the Sonic the Hedgehog comic series, there's a character named Aklat who's an orca with uh, with robot glasses, who's one of uh, Robotnik's generals. So... um. Is he hot? <laughs> he's not. He's a big worker with robot glasses. Sounds hot to me. <laughs> <laughs> so Rob is a biologist now, and he scientifically can prove what is and is not beautiful. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, you've already done tests on this. It seems like um, the most I've done tests. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, there's a popular legend about how the Aklat came to be, um, which is a legend that I will re- 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 repeat to you now. 
Um, so there's a man uh, who's um, basically the origin of all this is that there was a guy who was very obsessed with the ocean and wanted to go there by himself all the time uh-huh. um, to, to the point where everyone in the village thought he was very weird for doing that so much. Yeah. Um, you know, he could have been doing, you know, a lot is sort of unsaid in this legend. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think he was doing over there? Um, I mean, the ocean rules, right? That's a, I mean, that's a good point. It does rule. Those people probably just are haters. <laughs> sure, sure. People don't like when you have an interest. That's true. They want you to have the same hobbies that they do. This is yeah. people living in the Arctic, right? Right. Yeah. In, in the north like isn't mm-hmm. that where the food is you have to go fishing for the food? yeah but yeah, people right. don't usually like to hang out there in their free time i think it's, it's that's work right <laughs> you have a work-life balance the oceans where you go to work you go home to the igloo <laughs> right it's sort of like if robin has spent all right. of his time at the laboratory doing experiments on on if which animals are hot <laughs> okay so and they, they don't like him he's a loner and he's going looking at the sea too much so he goes by himself to the ocean all the time and he's always coming back looking a little weird you know I, it doesn't quite exactly say what he's different about him i assume it's just that his hands are pruny like when you're in the bath too long and he like <laughs> um but people don't recognize him and people don't like him because he's so obsessed with the ocean so he gets banned from the village they're just like, next time you go, don't come back. They're like, we're sick of how much time you spend at the village. You So go spend more time not at the village forever. Yeah. So if you love the ocean so much, why don't you marry it? Get out of our village. <laughs> we hate you so much. <laughs> it's just such a, like, I can see people talking shit, but it's such like a non-intrusive thing for him to do. That makes me like, feel like he was doing something weird at the ocean. I don't know. <laughs> um, but he was too into the ocean and people said to get out of here, you weirdo. So he leaves and instead of going to the ocean, he finds a pack of wolves. Um, uh-huh. And he too, like the wolves, is hungry, but hungry for revenge. And he starts roaming with the wolves, hunting the people who live in the village. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but he remembers the thing that got him into the game in the first place, how much he loves the ocean. So he jumps in the ocean and transforms into an orca, but he now has the powers of an orca and a wolf, uh, and he can come on land and hunt people. Uh, and that's sort of where the acolyte comes from. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So he was like a powerful character before this. As he was definitely going in he the water. He is like an anime character. I suppose so. You just read me an anime. <laughs> I guess so. So like he was definitely going in the water, like swimming with orcas, and he was a bit smaller, but he was faster. And then mm-hmm. his abandonment is getting kicked out of the tribe because he still liked his limited people time. Mm-hmm. That's how the wolves got in there. Is they identified with his rage for people, mm-hmm. and then he'd hunt with them, and then they came into the sea with him, or is it just him? It's, it doesn't say. I think it's just him, but I think then he. That he there's more. There's it. more of these, so I don't know if that means that he. You know, with got the other wolves involved, or 
what I mean. There's apparently a bunch of these. So right. Because and again, if you look at the pictures, which are just drawings on DeviantArt.com, mm-hmm. some are very right down the middle, and I think that's this character of half orca, half wolf. And some are way more orcas, and some are way more wolves. And I mm. think those are his descendants. I think you're right about if you, that. If you look at this cladogram I sent you guys mm. it, over uh, Facebook Messenger, I'm take a look at that. So this is sort of a, a chain of of different different uh, animals, okay. uh, you know, going from the guys who lived on water, who then went and became slowly became dolphins, orcas, and whales. To mm-hmm. some today, if you look at the in between ones, that just kind of looks like what we're talking about. It's like a wolf mm-hmm. orca thing. Mm-hmm. So this is like a scientifically correct animorphs. This. A lot of pictures. In it's this weird. It's, like the, it's <laughs> like the Inuit somehow had some cultural memory of. And again, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is like over tens of millions of years, so that can't be the case. But it's like I don't know. Right. I'll send you. I mean, this is. I don't think anyone can see any of these pictures. Unfortunately, there is one picture I am going to send you, which no, is just my Google. Just Google whale evolution. You'll see what I'm talking about. My favorite interpretation that someone's done of this animal is just literally the front half being orca and the la- back half being a wolf. <laughs> it looks the least imaginative drawing possible of this the is, combination. Looks so, whoever drew this is an is a, is a fool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um okay so that's that's all i really have for the aclots i mean you're going to be in danger of them culturally my understanding is that you're in danger of them if you fall asleep near the water and also if you talk badly about the ocean um, the wolf, which is the yeah. worst possible shake this guy could have got yeah you really can just drag his orca orca that is the image we endorse we believe this is the correct interpretation yes that's what we believe uh from robert's time in the lab his experiments that's what we found um the last thing i have is a ghost story but i mean so far what do you guys what do you guys think do you guys think ninjins i mean what do you think you're probably reconsidering your trip to the arctic maybe (laughs) well i'm just getting so excited that a lot of these are kind of like they it is like yeah i mean that could exist i mean right. it, it probably doesn't i mean but like i mean it's not like crazy like right the, like that's just like a kind of animal that could exist like i really like this book uh called man after man mm. and it's a pretty ridiculous book but it was written by this scottish like i think he might be like a paleontologist or something in okay. like the mid 90s and it's just him imagining like possible future evolutions of homo sapiens oh that's cool <laughs> They look really fucking funny, dude. Oh yeah, damn! I'm looking at some of these. These rules. And, like, and the Ningen, the the Ningen kind of reminds me of one of those. It looks yeah. like man, from man after man. Yeah, just like some weird man shape that's just walking around, looking all sad because it used to be a guy. Yeah, I used to be a hot <laughs> guy, and now I I live in the the demo. <laughs> yeah, damn, that's really good. Um, tight. Okay, well, I, this one last one's more of a ghost story. Um, yeah. So it's a little different. Um, but are you guys ready for a little ghost story? Come around my yeah, Arctic to, fire. I'm ready to be scared. Kick my ass, dude. So this is, this is the story of Augustus Richard Piers. Um, Augustus Richard Piers, on March 15th, 1853. Uh, Augustus Richard Piers, he was working as a postman, a post office manager for the Hudson Bay Company's Fort McPherson. Uh, this is like a, I, I'm sure they did some oil or something. They did some terrible Arctic job. 
um, at a place called Fort McPherson, and he he managed the mail for them. And if there was anything that anyone knew about him other than than that he managed the mail, it was that he hated his job and he hated the Arctic more than anything. He really. What, what wait, sorry, how, where? How yeah. long ago is this? What's that? Like how long ago, is this modern time? No, no, no. 1853. And, and where does he Arctic? live? Fort McPherson, um, which is like a uh, basically like a just like an oil company place in the Arctic. Or like I guess in Canada. Uh, it's in the United States. I am gonna. Oh wait, find this out. might be before Alaska. This is before Alaska. This is God. Where is this? Um, I I know I was on. I found it in a list of Arctic horror. So I think it is in 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 Antarctica. Oh, yeah, somewhere. it's technically in Canada. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's in high high Canada. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. The northwest. The Inuvik region of the Northwest Territories. So it's high high up there. Um, he hates it so much. He hates being there. Uh, he doesn't like it. Um, and he doesn't like being a post officer and he hates all the mail that he gets. <laughs> um, and, uh, one day he died of unknown reasons. Um, he perhaps, you know, I don't know. I like to imagine he was carrying a mail that was too big or he full, or he accidentally sealed himself inside of an envelope. I'm not sure. Or he, he, accidentally... he got turned into, oh. He accidentally lit himself on fire when trying to burn all the mail that was like letters to Santa people actually sent. And he's like, I don't read them. I don't like them. And I'm going to destroy them. Yeah, he just like got- tear up the mail, throw them in a hole. This year he tried to set them on fire. Yeah, I wanted a Nintendo Switch. Nope, you don't get it. It's on fire. <laughs> Me too. Now I'm going to die and this is how I wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he left. the only will he left behind was a wish that he not be... His remains be anywhere other than Fort McPherson. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so many places because it's everywhere else. He said, anywhere else, please. I hate it. I hate it here so much. Um, I, wait, David, I have a guess. Yeah. Does that not, does that not happen? <laughs> it doesn't. I got to tell you, it doesn't happen, Connor. <laughs> That's for sure how you make a ghost. <laughs> right. <laughs> shitty fucking yeah. place. Yeah. We don't listen to the last wishes of like a Christmas hating mailman. Especially. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of added that part, but. <laughs> Someone who just says literally anywhere but here. I'm cool with anywhere but here. My least favorite place on earth is where I am. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Um, his boss was a man named Roderick McFarlane, the manager. Um, I guess his manager at the at the post office, and he said, "No, no, no, no. We're just gonna. The ground is hard everywhere around us. It's the Arctic. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna bear, make a hole in the post office room and put him in the hole. Just burn his body and flush <laughs> it down the toilet. Like, <laughs> no, we're gonna." That is so much more like I, I thought he'd be like a cheapskate, but he's like, it's too hard to not follow his wishes, which is burying him in the ground outside. So I'm going to literally make us built on top, like make us built on a burial ground retroactively. That I've created. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is true. He does. Yeah. So he just buries him in the mail room and keeps uh, getting mail. And some of the mail he gets is from the guy's widow, who is pleading with him to bury him somewhere else. <laughs> and that guy had a wife? Yeah, he had a wife he never saw, um, who, <laughs> unfortunately, her husband died and he was buried at work. 
So, <laughs> um, and this guy, you would get that mail and he would say, no, no, no. And he would sort of throw it out the window. Uh, and this continued for six years with insistent letters from his widow to please bury him somewhere else. Um, and finally, uh, he had a break in work. Um, no one was mailing many letters. So he decided he was going to dig him up and bury him somewhere. So he dug up Pierre's body to relocate it. Um, and one eerie thing is that when they dug him up, he looked exactly like he did when they put him in the ground. He was like frozen, completely solid. Um, Which makes sense because he was buried in the Arctic ground. Right. He was buried in the ice. Okay. Yeah. So now we have a frozen body and we're transporting it. Now we're transporting it. We need to get somewhere where the ground is soft enough to bury him, which winds up being a 300-mile trip to a Fort of Good Hope. Right. Um, so they put him on a dog sled and the team begin going to Fort of Good Hope. Uh, on March 21st of 1860, uh, Piers and his group um, – or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I, I jumped ahead. They start their journey. Uh, and that that night in the and that night um, they uh, they hear um, they're moving ahead and they all hear a voice in their head that says they have to stop because there's wolves that are gonna take the body if they keep going there's wolves that are gonna take the body and drag it back to Fort McPherson. <laughs> okay, so so did they get are they three hundred miles away or are they just no they've just started back? they've just started they're like a hundred miles out. Okay, and they're sure the like is it like like oh like like spiritually it's like oh these are shadow wolves that are gonna curse him by dragging him back or they just think they'll do that. They just have a voice in their head of someone telling them to stop because these damn wolves are gonna get him if they keep going. They're gonna get the body. Okay. So they stop and they set up camp and they look through their little telescopes attached to the head of the guy that they're whipping. And they see that there are wolves in the distance. So they say yeah, they just start duct taping little glass bottles to their hands and get ready for a big old scrap. Um, <laughs> right. And I like I did it is better stats right away because they're like wolves are gonna come and eat the dead body. And with what we know about the boss, it sounded like he'd be like, That's you know That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Fucking three hundred miles of fort, good time, fuck this, dude. Like, let's have these wolves eat him and hopefully they shit him out you know a couple a couple miles down the way i don't know how far wolves go <laughs> so um but the wolves stay away because they stopped just short of the wolf territory they decide so the next day they get up and they keep going they go 100 more miles i guess and uh or three days takes them to get 100 miles and they hear another voice in their head that says there's a wolverine up in the distance you gotta stop and they just stop what? There's just one Wolverine. Okay. Just one Hugh Jackman rolling around <laughs> in the Arctic. It's like a Wolverine is like a 35-pound animal. Right. Or a very strong man. I mean, or a very strong man that's been in every American um, conflict. Yes. Who, uh, yes, who fought in the Confederate War and um, also yeah. is the singer, the lead of The Greatest Showman, a delightful and musical. The- and the main bad guy is his brother, but he got shot too hard to remember. Right, uh, exactly. I don't know if you saw that one. That's my favorite Wolverine. That's the uh, first one with T- with. Isn't Will I Am in that movie? Uh, the the one that like it it, it flashes back. It like is his origins and his his claws are just bones. Yes, uh, yes. Will I Am is in that, that movie. One? Yeah, I have Will seen that I one. Am is in that- 
Uh, yeah. Does he have? He's got powers. I think so. He has a cowboy hat, at least. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, not funny. Deadpool. Yes. Um. Yeah, and then his bones become metal, mm-hmm. um, and he can never die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Will I Am portrayed the character John Wraith uh, and had a cowboy hat. That's what I remember about that movie. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I you know what I really like is the sequel, The Wolverine. I think that's underrated. That where he fights the mechanical samurai. Yeah, I think that's a. I, I like that one. That one is okay. Shit. Okay. <laughs> so, and it's yeah. in Japan. And it's in Japan. <laughs> where they buried the mailman. That's right. <laughs> so, is that right? So Wolverine's prowling. They stop ahead of time. They go another hundred miles, and at this point, um. The boss has the idea that we had at the beginning where he's like, you know what? <laughs> he was he could only be good for like three days. <laughs> he was like, I could probably just burn the body or shove it in a hole or something. And we could just go back where we came from. He's like, this guy wasn't my friend, but God damn it. I respect him for delivering the mail. I don't know what he was doing because he was just in a place. <laughs> Like, would the mail come and he'd just go hand it to people? I think that's what he did, know. yeah. I don't get his job, but he did damn good at it. And his <laughs> one ask was to get me out of here. And he's like, I gotta try it. But right. three wolves and one wolverine later, he's like, I just, it's cold. <laughs> I think maybe we turn this around, go home, pretend this never happened. I already, I got a hole back at the place. We can just put him back in the hole and tell <laughs> people that we buried him. <laughs> Uh, and that night, McFarlane wakes up uh, to the ghost of Piers, who is not angry or saying anything, but is just sort of looking at him in disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> You're unfucking believable, man. <laughs> yeah. Just look at him like, oh my God. <laughs> It's like you're so pleased. Like already too, like, look, I'm a ghost. Clearly. If you don't do the one thing I asked, which you've almost finished, I'm gonna stay here. Right. And he's just kind of looking at him, just like, all right, come on. <laughs> um, and apparently everyone in the camp can see also can see this guy, but they just are ignoring him and pretending to be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob, what do you think, Scott? What do you think they should do? Uh, I don't know, man. They should that that guy shouldn't have lived in Fort McPherson, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, that was, that was his mistake. They should put his body in a river and let it float away. I guess so. Well, he want yeah. I mean, that's the thing. They're pretty close to Good Hope, which is, I guess, has a Christian cemetery there at least. So I think they're going to try and bury him there, um, which they do. They wake up the next morning and they bury him there and they come back and never hear from him again. But, you know, I, I whenever whenever that guy gets to where he was going, like heaven or hell or whatever, you must have been like, can you I the fucking boss I had. <laughs> I, I like that the ghost story is there's like so much setup for like this guy. He's got one wish. They're not listening to it. And then when they're almost listening to it and they're going to go back on it and do the one thing he asked him not to do, his ghostly move is just like looking at me like, guy, fucking please. come on. Like, come on, you guys. Please, guys. I'm dead. I'd walk there if I could. At this you point, you're, to... it's easier for you just to finish it and bury me. Yeah, if you don't, I'm going to be a ghost. I'm going to lick all the stamps. Like, just fucking... Right. 
get me to fork good. Right. So that's it. Um, <laughs> very much for the good hope. Uh, and that's the that's the legend of the ghost of of Augustus Richard Piers. Oh my God, that's yeah, pretty good one, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> so, who do you guys think would win in a fight? The ghost of that guy, the wolf orca, or the ninjin? I think I th- the ninjin because it's so big. It is pretty big. I think really with with the frowning blob, um, just a really sad ghost, and then like the mix of two apex predators. <laughs> I think I gotta give it to. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but uh, I mean, it depends if it comes out and it is front half orca, back half wolf. He's bottom tier, like unplayable, unviable. But he's so jam. small. It'd be like if you had to fight a rat. <laughs> yeah, but, true, but it would be rat, like rats are badass, but you could still just step on. Would well, be if half rat, half uh, cockroach. So, well, that I guess it'd be kind of hard to kill then. I yeah, and know. if it had the ability to plan, like which orcas do, it's really. I mean, we've never yeah. seen the ning the nin- ningans be violent. We've never seen that. They're always just sad and running away. So yeah, and the other the other. How do you say the orca one, Dave? Aklut? The Aklut is a thing created for revenge. Right. Like, he's hunting his tribe and killing them as a half-wolf, half-orca. While, like, the the Ningen is sad and doesn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I stick to my answer. I, I don't know. I'm putting it all on the ghost of Augustus Richard Pierre. <laughs> 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 uh, I am I am a, on a little bit of a, a, a time thing. Okay. Can, can we, if, if all the sources are covered, yeah. Would you felt like to gun out some some roses and thorns? And yeah, let's do it. Them. I'm ready. Uh, uh, Robo, do you have any roses, any thorns? Since we've spoken to you last, so many months ago in Dracula Mode. Oh shit! You mean like just in general with my life? Just your life, man. Well, my rose is that I'm so strong now. That's true. <laughs> That's my awesome. th- my thorn is that the stronger I get, the the more alone I become. <laughs> oh, no. Always the way. So I have gone on this journey, and it's very true. Yes. And you're in a lab, so you're strong and smart. I'm strong and smart. Yes. Yeah. Have you, have you ever seen Splice? No. What's that? That's like a horror movie where Adrian Brody makes a a creature, but then he um has sex with it, and then it kills him. I mean, that's that yeah, like I mean, that's what we're trying to do in the lab. Or is that the whole? Is that the beginning of the movie, or is that the whole? Movie? I think that I only watched the beginning, but it seemed like that was going to be the whole movie. <laughs> like that's the end as it gets him. I think so. I'm not sure. I did not finish it. Did not look good, very good. Well, it is very scary. Um, uh, is that so? That's your rose and thorn, Rob. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's my roses and thorns. What's 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 your guys's uh? Roses and thorns. Yeah, Dave, you got any? Um, sure. Um, my rose, I guess, is I'm really liking these essays by J.R.R. Tolkien. I'm enjoying them very much. Um, liking that a lot. Uh, and and I'm just excited. I love. I, it's a good time of year. I'm excited for Krimbus. By the time we you hear from us next, I think it will have been Krimbus. So yeah, that's nice. I, I, yeah. Um, my thorn is. I think I'm I think I'm done with Hades, Connor. I'm I'm I've hit a wall. I'm I think I'm done with Hades, which is tough for me. Did you 
get out. No, I didn't. But I never got out. I never got out. I kind of hit a wall, and this happens to me with every rogue like I play. I just I I play it until it's (laughs) done, and then I stop, and then I never beat it. But you never got out. I never got out. I got to Theseus a bunch, but I was just sort of like, I don't know. Did you never get past Theseus? No, I never got past him. Dave, are you not a very good gamer? I'm a very good game. I mean, I, I beat, you know, I beat all, I beat Cuphead and Dark Souls, and I like some games, but I just, I don't know, I couldn't, I just wasn't having very much fun, I guess. I don't, I guess that's because I don't like roguelikes. I don't like when the map rearranges itself every time you play it. It is confusing. It's just not as fun. I don't know. It's not very fun for me. It's not the kind of game I like. I can tell it's a very good game. I would like to, maybe if I was not a different time in my life, I would have beaten it, but. I don't know. I just wasn't having. I, I I was like, I've had fun with this game. I'm putting it down. It's. I can tell it's very good. That's sort of how I ended with it. Wait, Connor, let's play fucking Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah, yeah. If if I could hop over to my Rose and Thorns, also a gaming corner. As I've as mentioned earlier, I love Deep Rock Galactic. Rob, we should absolutely play it together. Uh, my other two roses is is my brother. It was up in the air, but he is making it. He's gonna drive in for Christmas, so I haven't yay. seen him. Yay! Yeah, yeah, Max been on the show, uh, and then um, unfortunately we were talking for a long time and we did lose some audio, which was mostly me and Rob talking about Warhammer. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I downloaded uh, Warhammer, um, and I'm the Great Rat King, um, and I'm trying and uh, um, and I like to, to fight the other uh, the elf races and eat them because I'm a big rat. Um, he just that. has the custom battles, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start the, uh, the the campaign soon. And uh, but I, I got, uh, I guess, I, I got, I got no complaints. The Thorn, I, uh, I feel bad about uh, what I did to my father's uh, mental and physical health. Um, <laughs> but but cool. I think he just needs to, to, to go, go do one uh, good nap, but. That's that's all I got, uh, Dave. What are we got? One more for the for the winter special. Yeah, Yoki Anna, the Snow Women of Japan. Um, wait, one more roses. I watched Tenet. I forgot to mention. I watched Tenet. Oh yeah, we were talking about that before we recorded last time. Is it is it great? Is it the next evolution of Christopher Nolan? Um, yeah, it's very. I mean, I was I was talking to a friend about it. It's like I wonder how I would feel about it if it was a normal year. For me, I just hadn't seen a new movie in a long time, and it was like doing a bunch of things where I was like, wow, movies are so cool. So my <laughs> takeaway was that it's cool and movies are cool, but I wonder if more objectively in a more stacked year, if I would like it as much. I don't know. Um, but I did. I really enjoyed it. I think it's awesome. I'm definitely going to watch it again. I think it's cool. Is it very confusing? No. Right. I mean, it's confusing until you decide that you're that it doesn't matter. <laughs> and then, then it's very cool yeah my my roommate saw it and he's like dude he's like i didn't like it it was the most confusing movie i've ever seen he's like i went to a movie theater by myself like i saw like the 8 a.m show i was the only one in there and i was like oh it's too confusing he's like i think so i might have just been way too drunk and i was like it's eight in the, it's eight in the morning guys <laughs> you're by yourself in a movie theater. yeah 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 i don't know if yeah you can, I, I wouldn't recommend being drunk for it but i mean it's cool until you basically decide yeah i mean there are some parts that are confusing but you just kind of have to be like you know what actually i think it's more important that this is cool than that it makes a ton of sense <laughs> i'm gonna think about how cool it is you gotta work with the movie okay so we'll we're gonna 
I know we got the holidays this weekend, but we will we'll try to get the next one out on time. Uh, I'll talk to you about scheduling, Dave. Yes, sir. But, uh, other than that, I'm looking at the time. I actually got to jump. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna end the up and and we'll we'll see you guys next week. All right. See you guys later. Right. Yeah. All peace. Right. Peace, dudes. Time.